Motherhood. It starts from the moment of conception. Infertility, miscarriage, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, mommy life. Let's unzip it all. I want to let you know you aren't alone. Revealing Monthly Mommy Matters. Every month, IG Live Conversations with Moms. Hey, girl. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. See a few people popping in, popping in, popping in. Hello, hello, hello. Here. Thanks for tuning in, guys. All right. Hey, Aisha. Let's, I know. Let's get started. Okay, so for those who don't know, this is Octavia, my coach and friend. She's the one to thank that I'm losing all this weight and God. Woo -woo. Woo -woo. <laughs> That's all you. That's all you, sis. <laughs> Consistency. Consistency. <laughs> Woo. Woo. It's working, though. It's working. I can officially say, I think it was not yesterday, but the day before, I went on the scale and I was 211. Like, when I look at where I was, 5 to 211, whew, feels good. Feels good. I bet. Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm already getting hot. Woo, jeez. <laughs> it's because of that flowy hair you have. I know. And I was going to leave it down. And then I said no. And even with it still being in a ponytail touching the back of my neck, it's <laughs> too much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've never had long hair. Well, I had long hair when I was a child. But like recently, I've never had long hair. So now when my hair touches my neck, I'm like. Because <laughs> <laughs> I always big chop. I always cut it off. So I love it. <laughs> I hear twice and I mean like bald cut off and I loved it loved it my hubby not so much but exactly so <laughs> same with mine same with mine that's why my hair is like this now <laughs> <laughs> anyways I introduced you as the way I want to introduce you but do you want to tell all these beautiful ladies and I think there may be men on here too they may join later oh. but a little bit <laughs> of self yeah so I'm no one special, y'all. <laughs> just a woman of God, just doing what God has called me to do. And I desire to walk in obedience. <laughs> That's all I desire to do. Uh, but I have a lot of, I guess I, I have, a, I wear a lot of hats. Let's just say that. I wear a lot of hats. Um, but most recently, the hats that I wear are fertility coach, health coach, mom, wife, woman of God. Flip that around so that it's in order. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I have a business called Mother Mindset where I help you know women of God uh, who are trying to get pregnant naturally really overcome negative thoughts in their journey, you know, their fertility journey, and um, balance their hormones through health and fitness, and really just um, come to a place where they feel at peace in their journey so that they can conceive their babies healthy babies, um, and have a healthy mindset while doing so. And so that's the key behind mother mindset. And then I also have mothers, you know, also in my groups. And I don't only have future mothers, but also those who have conceived or um, those, you know, in my program and those who are postpartum, all of the things, mother mindset, it's a, it's, it's a, a whole, right? Like motherhood 
it starts when you're trying to conceive because yeah. that's when that's when the struggle <laughs> the struggle was real and so you know motherhood starts then and it continues through for the rest of your life <laughs> <laughs> such a blessing so in terms of motherhood starting from the moment you're trying to conceive i know you have a story behind that do you want to get into try first of all guys you got to say this she is pregnant with her third child. Can we just say whoop, whoop? <laughs> That's why I'm claiming today. <laughs> yes, yes. But yes, yeah, so let's get into um, how you first became your first child. Yeah, so <laughs> it's funny because when we first got married, I was on birth control. And this was because we waited, you know, as Christians, we decided that like, we're going to wait and save Christians. We're going to wait until the wedding night. And let me tell you, God lined that up all the way. <laughs> <laughs> we we're going to wait until the wedding night, right, to, um, you know, engage in activities. I don't know what I can say on Instagram. Um, <laughs> and so um, I was on birth control like I got on birth control a couple months beforehand and then six months after getting married I was just like in Target looking at other like looking at babies you know you know how you're in Target just yeah can yeah can I have one of those I asked my husband I said can you give me one of those <laughs> pointing at the baby the mom was probably like uh <laughs> but I was like I'm really you know want to try and he had that baby fever too and so we we're like okay let's just go for it I, I quit you know taking my um birth control and then nothing <laughs> nothing happened it was a few months had passed by and i guess as a nurse because that's a hat that i've worn in the past mm -hmm. as a nurse i forgot like how conception worked or something like i just <laughs> <laughs> as far as the scientific part of it only can happen 24 to 48 hours, you know, time frame each month, right? And so I, we were just trying and trying and then June came, so February to June and June came and I was like, why am I not pregnant? Mm -hmm. Like, what is going on? And so I thought I started to educate myself, started to educate myself. You know, I'm a nerd. I love reading scientific journals and Wow. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm that person. <laughs> I like reading scientific journals. I, you know, enjoy research. And so I just dived into my research. I dived into research in regards to fertility, um, getting pregnant, all of the things. Um, and then six months after that wasn't happening and I was I was just like okay Lord what is going on I went to the Lord this is after you got married this is about a year and a half yeah so six months after we got married we wanted to try yeah okay. so we started trying six months after marriage and so it had been a year since we've been married and we still still weren't pregnant so it was about a year and a half yeah okay, that okay. we were still trying and I went to the Lord. I remember it's December um, of 2017, and I went to the Lord and I just prayed and I was like, "Can you just send me a sign? Like, I just want a sign that I'm that I'm 
able like that you that you have given me the ability to even carry a child mm -hmm. that was my prayer that was my prayer and i just wanted to know i just wanted to you know feel something and the next month i did a um journal challenge to grow closer to the lord and it was um a daily journal challenge i woke up every morning at 5 a.m and worshiped the lord wrote in my journal just wrote down all of my feelings that i was having praying um doing all this thing all these things reading my bible and Two weeks later, I received um, a word from the Lord, and that word was open. And the thing is, when that word came on me, I was driving, and I was like, Lord, please don't let me crash this car. <laughs> <laughs> because I was on my way to church. Um, I was alone for some reason, because I remember I was just in the car worshiping, you know, my, you know, my song was on, I was just you know, singing at the top of my lungs, playing my music as loud as I can. My husband doesn't, you know, play music that loud in the car anymore. And so I knew I was, I was alone. On my way to church, I think it was like a revival or something. On my way to church, and I was at a stoplight. I can even, I can envision the gas station right here. My church was in view, and I was at the stoplight, and I was worshiping the Lord, and I started to, like to bawl, to cry, because he dropped a word in my spirit, and that word was open, and I have it written in my journal. I still have that journal to this day, that the journal challenge that I did, and the word was open, and I, I automatically knew what he was talking about. He's like, your, your womb, your womb is open, yeah. and two weeks after that, I uh, got my first positive pregnancy test. I was like, hey, first positive pregnancy test. And I was like, thank you, Lord, just, you know, for showing me, for telling me, right, for giving me this experience with you, for allowing me to experience, you know, not, you know, I've experienced him in worship before, but allowing me to experience this through prayer for my prayers the month before and experience and know what the Holy Spirit was telling me was you know my positive pregnancy test two weeks later so um so that's the first time i ever got pregnant <laughs> and <laughs> it ended in a miscarriage yeah um, and i don't mean to laugh but it was i don't look at that miscarriage as um like a, a loss mm -hmm. more it, it, because i gained i feel like i gained so much more during that time um and every experience and this is i don't know about you but for me when i look at what i see that god has called me to it's through a pain that i went through mm -hmm. it's saying okay you went through this you experienced this but there's a reason why you experienced this because this is where i want you to thrive and i want you to use your experience and to help other people so you saying that you know this was your first pregnancy it obviously ended in a miscarriage but look at where you are now look right. at so true so mm -hmm. true um and even during that time like i was struggling y'all i was struggling you know even as a woman of faith even as a woman of god i was in even like though i had just went through this journal challenge um yeah. you can see where in my journal because after you know during the journal challenge i journaled every day to the lord dear lord dear jesus dear god it was one of those dear father right 
And you can see where it led off in regards to, you know, my journaling kind of fell off because of what I was going through in regards to the miscarriage. Um, and I also was experiencing another loss of a family member who had committed suicide um, in that same week. Mm. And so during that time, I just was struggling. But I was also, I guess even it wasn't then that I realized, you know, um, the gain. But afterwards, you know, you know, when I conceived my rainbow baby, that I was able to um, really take in what God was doing through me in that season. And so in January, at the beginning of that month before I ever got my first positive pregnancy test, um, actually in December, I started a, my YouTube journey with TTC because I was already on YouTube. Nobody was watching my videos. <laughs> Watching your videos now, so you look you look where you went. You went from nowhere to look where you are now. Keep Ooh. going, sis. Just keep going. <laughs> I was talking about health and fitness. Me and my husband were talking about health and fitness. We were talking about faith. We were doing challenges. <laughs> so like couples challenges, like you know, don't you know, don't make me laugh or something like that. Anywho. Um, but I started to share my TTC journey, you know, trying to conceive on YouTube and I did that even before I saw, you know, a positive pregnancy test. And so when I got the positive pregnancy test and then the miscarriage came afterwards, I still continued to share, even though it was something that I didn't see on social media. I didn't see other people sharing their journey. Yeah. I decided that I was going to, you know, make sure that I take that initiative to share. And so I had my first miscarriage and then I actually got pregnant the next month um, again and then I was pregnant for 10 weeks and experienced another miscarriage so I had two miscarriages in a row uh, during that time and I still shared I still shared every bit of my journey that second miscarriage actually lasted 45 days I had 45 days of spotting, bleeding, cramping. Um, and during that time, I started doing Bible studies on YouTube okay. while I was bleeding. Like, was, hey, I was like, okay, Lord, if this is what you want me to do, like, I'll do it. You know, I just wanted to be obedient. I want to help others. I was seeing comments about how people are being encouraged and inspired um, during their time. And even I still get comments from my videos. What was that back in 2018, right? From three, four years ago. Through those videos, women are still, you know, um, able to know that they can seek the Lord, you know, when they're going through something, when they're going through, you know, trials and tribulations. So um, what was that the, was the game. Go what ahead. What was the difference between your first miscarriage and your second? Because I obviously got pregnant the next month after, but 45 days, your first miscarriage wasn't 45 days. So what did you see was the difference? Were you experiencing the same symptoms? Like what happened? So in the first... Um, in the first miscarriage, I had positive pregnancy test, and then a couple of days later, 
I started bleeding. So I started to miscarry a couple of days later. And it, it kind of was like just a regular period, um, but with more cramping. Because I never really experienced cramps before. Um, I know p people are going to hate me. <laughs> I shouldn't say that out loud. <laughs> right. Me, me. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, have, I haven't, I still don't have my period since I've had my son. So I, I'm still celebrating. You're probably going to hate me for that too. But <laughs> I, listen, whoo. Trust me, girl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I never really like, had cramps or whatever. And so I knew that was, you know, that's because I was having a miscarriage. And during that time, I was probably around like four weeks along when I was having my first miscarriage, about four weeks along. Um, and then I did not, we did not wait. And so I had another miscarriage a month later. Well, not technically not a month later. I got pregnant a month later, and then the pregnancy went on for 10 weeks. Um, and that miscarriage was, uh, it was called a blighted ovum miscarriage. It's when a fetus doesn't develop. So when I went to my ultrasound appointment, because they booked an ultrasound appointment, I think I was like six weeks. Um, they booked an ultrasound appointment because I didn't know, I technically didn't know my last period. I told them my last period was in January, so they were expecting me to be further along than I was, but I told them I had a miscarriage at the end of January. And so, um, you know, I say that to say, when I went to that um, appointment, I did have a gestational sac. Oops. I don't know if my, okay. Gestational sac and a um, yolk sac. So I had the, you know, um, there was evidence of you know pregnancy forming so they thought well maybe you're just not that far along and so they said they said we'll give it you know a couple more weeks and then i went back and still there was no fetus um they gave me the option for dnc and i told them i was trusting god <laughs> and i told them you know i'm just gonna let nature you know whatever happens take its course and that's what happened um 45 days into you know uh, that miscarriage ended June 8th, June 8th or 9th. It was a weekend. So, yeah, that was the, that's what the difference was between those two. Do you know um, from your research, because clearly you've researched a lot, <laughs> do you know if, depending on how far along you are in terms of having a miscarriage, does that affect how you miscarry? Because of you being at 10 weeks, is that not saying 45 days is normal, but is it, is it uh, for somebody to see that they may have a longer period because you're bleeding um, for a miscarriage because you're further along? Do you know if that makes a difference? No, I mean, it's really, it's really dependent on the person's body, how the, their body responds to what's going on. Because really, our bodies, each and every month, are set up for pregnancy. In the, in the instance that we have cycles for conception, that's what our bodies are meant, you know, these 28-day, uh, 35-day, however long your cycle is, you know, you go through your menstrual, then you go through your follicular phase, which means that your eggs are starting to develop and mature. And then once that one egg or two eggs sometimes is mature, it drops and you know that's ovulation and then you have a period of time called the luteal phase which is your two-week wait you know where your um 
if your egg fertilizes with sperm, that it will create a fetus. And then you'll have implantation and pregnancy. Um, or if it doesn't, you know, fertilize, then you have your period again. So that whole cycle is different for every woman. So, you know, I, another woman who had a 10 week, you know, miscarriage or miscarriage at 10 weeks pregnant, you know, could have a couple of days of bleeding and really, really strong cramping. Like I didn't have strong cramping. Um, I had like, you know, itty bitty cramps that weren't painful, but lots of bleeding throughout, you know, the 45 days. So yeah, it could just, I mean, it depends. It, it, the That's hormones right. are just like, you know what I mean? Like oh, yeah, every yeah. woman's hormones are different. Yeah. Yeah. And now after experiencing your 45 days miscarriage, like I'm just in awe that that's more than a month, like a month and a half. Mm -hmm. um, did you guys wait before trying again? Mm -hmm. you did. Yeah. So, um, like I said, my period ended around June eighth, uh, or my my miscarriage ended around June eighth. June eighth, and then I got my first um, period July, um, beginning of July. So, like mm -hmm. July second, third. And so we waited for that one period. So technically one, technically one cycle, but uh, we waited for a period to make sure that everything, you know, had, you know, fleshed out yes. um, in regards to my uterus, like going back to normal um, and making sure my lining was new, a new lining. And then that's when we conceived Ava, my uh, two-year-old. Like, What's that? Like, it was, like, next period you tried and you conceived. There was no a few months waiting to no. end. Wow. No. I, I was, like, I, from the beginning of, like, the miscarriage to the end of the miscarriage, 45 days, like, I had grown so much and I tell my clients that you know your weight is going to depend on you in regards to you know your mental state and what you feel like you're um ready for I feel like I, I felt like I was ready and I felt like God you know was pressing on us that we were ready mentally spiritually you know and physically so yeah and I just waited that one period and she con she was conceived in July Mm -hmm. That's good. And, and I know, even, yes, you went through two miscarriages, but you think of how long it took you to even get pregnant the first time. Mm -hmm. I would have thought, okay, it took so long to get pregnant the first time. If you're trying again, it's probably going to take a while. But knowing that your body was like, as you said, God said you were open. So it was, <laughs> it was yeah. open regardless. Um, but now moving to your pregnancy with Ava, what was on your mind while you were pregnant? Were you, yes, you were ready, but did you have thoughts that will I, will I lose this baby again? Oh yeah, through all of my pregnancies. But, you know, I know those are, those are, some of these, those thoughts that I had were not of God, were not from the, you know, were from the enemy, trying to discourage me, trying to just bring negativity into my mind so that I would think and that I would reflect on these things, right? Um, but the Bible tells us that we need to think on things that are pure, think of things that are, that are kind, you know. And I had to make sure that I was really 
in my word <laughs> when I got pregnant because the enemy always attacks me <laughs> when I'm pregnant because he knows that's a strategy that worked in the past, you know, over my life that, you know, my, my physical, um, in regards to like my testimony of, you know, me being very promiscuous in the past, you know, he knows what my past sins were and how he could get to me. And I feel like he does that even now in my, you know, in the physical, even though I'm a woman of God, he still continues to attack me in that way. Like this pregnancy, <laughs> this Bible or her, okay? The enemy is getting slapped every night. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah i had i had those thoughts but i had to make sure that i grounded myself in, in the lord to make sure that you know those thoughts didn't proper prosper those weapons you know against me didn't prosper yeah and even just saying okay now that you have those thoughts when you're pregnant um with ava your first child now moving on to when she's born when she was born did you have issues connecting with her or were you just like connected to her right away knowing everything that you went through yeah i mean i was <laughs> i don't know when i when i gave birth i was in shock y'all <laughs> i was in shock because it happened so fast um but i don't think it was a it, i don't think there was a time where like i didn't feel connect not connected you know um because i mean i carried her for nine months eight and a half months and because my babies like to come early but you know i gave birth and i i want to say i pulled her out um because i had a midwife and my midwife is like you know hands-on just like come on touch the baby all that all the stuff and so i pulled her out and you know, we had at my hospital that I go to, they require mothers to do an hour of skin to skin before they do anything with the baby, before mm -hmm. they do the weight, before, you know, they, you know, check the, they'll check the baby, of course, you know, um, but before they take the baby and do all the things that they need to do, you get an hour. And I think I have more than an hour of time, um, with the baby so that you can bond so that you can breastfeed if needed and so i don't think there was ever like a time where i didn't feel connected mm -hmm. um because of my hospital being that way that i could connect and we never got separated We're, it was our hospital doesn't have like a, a nurse a separate nursery or you know they don't take the baby out of the room they do everything in the room which I, that's why you know one of the reasons why i chose you know that hospital that i did because i know of some places who have like nurseries that you got to go and get your baby i'm like no keep my baby next to my baby I, same thing with me. So I obviously, you know, I gave birth at a children's hospital because of the conditions with Aiden. Mm -hmm. But I, as soon as he came out, they did put him on me. Um, he, they did try to latch him. And I did, I didn't get an hour because they had to do all the testing on him for all the conditions and stuff. But everything was done in the room with me. They didn't take him. So mm -hmm. I, I'm grateful for that. Same thing. They didn't have a nursery. Aiden was in the room um, with us. Yes, COVID and everything. Aiden was there. Baby was there. I'm there. Staying yeah. 
So I'm grateful for that. But like you said, there's some hospitals that, you know, they separate, they separate you. And that can cause and has caused women to be not, not attached to their child because mm -hmm. you didn't get that bonding time. But I saw some here. Amen. Pregnancy after a miscarriage is something that God seriously had to help strengthen my faith. Yes, yes. It's when you when you're going through anything, miscarriage, anything to do with a baby, generally, even if it's not a baby, when you're going through something, it's so important that you go to God. God right. can help strengthen you. That's, so true. that's it. Now you said, hey, you said that when you were going through this miscarriage you were doing bible study <laughs> first of all what were you doing were you, what were you doing bible study on you're going through a miscarriage and you're on doing, youtube what were, what were the topics was it just general or were you more associating with like pregnancy um going through the tt trying to conceive process like what were you doing bible study on i want to say it was a lot of them were miscarriage or on what i was just going through so mm. just sharing what the Lord was teaching me during the process. And I think, and even some of those things that I, that I um, talked on weren't related, but just, you know, not necessarily like things like trusting in the Lord, you know, not necessarily related, but still related. Yeah. Um, but I was just, I was, really just following the leading of the Lord. He would drop words in my spirit and I'll just be like, huh, okay. And then I would pick this up and I'm like, okay, well, this scripture goes with that. And I would study and then, you know, I will put it out on YouTube and just, you know, help encourage other women, you know, who may be mothers, may be future mothers. Or at the time it wasn't like targeted to anybody. It was just me sharing my journey. And just me, like, sharing authentically, really authentically, like, hey, like, I think one of the titles of my miscarriage is, like, I'm still going through my miscarriage or something like that, you know, uh, or just titles of my videos. But, yeah, it was just, I wouldn't say random because God isn't random. Mm -hmm. I feel like it, they were just what I needed, what I needed in that season. And apparently other people did as well. So, and that's yeah. That while you were going through it, people were probably going through the same thing as you and not realizing you being public about what you're going through and these Bible studies, the comments that are coming in are also helping you. So God was strategic in why you were, because you're thinking Bible study, I'm doing Bible study on YouTube and I'm going through a miscarriage. What am I doing? But God's <laughs> saying, because I need people to also encourage you. I need people to also help you grow too. It's a community. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. not alone. Oh, so, yeah. Girl, Bible study. Anyways. <laughs> I'm so amazed at what God is continuing to do, okay? <laughs> only him. It's only him. So now you have Ava, right? Did you go try and right away, to, well, not right away, obviously, you have a baby to take care of, but how long did you wait until you started <laughs> trying again for a baby? So, um, <laughs> what's the nine? Um, so my okay, so with Ava postpartum, let's just start there. Oh, there <laughs> postpartum, we go. I got my I got my period. Unlike you, I got my period uh, exactly six weeks <laughs> later. Yeah, I don't know. God just 
<laughs> each pregnancy. I get, even with breastfeeding. So that's a myth, y'all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> even mm. with breastfeeding, I got my period six weeks later. Um, and we did not go on any birth control or anything like that. You know, we, I, at this point, have figured it out, like, what's <laughs> going on with my body. And so we just really, you know, make sure we take in the signs. We did a fertility, the fertility awareness method, just knowing, being aware of my own fertility um, and using that as a form of control, I guess. But, you know, <laughs> God just, you know, he does some, he does some things. But the month before we conceived, um, Sinai, I had a short luteal phase. And so that means that I had, it was like, I want to say it was like eight days long. And usually it's 14. Um, in order for implantation to occur, it has to be at least 11, like 10 to 11, really over 11. Um, and so I had a short luteal phase. And it's not something that I had ever saw in my cycles before. Um, you know, like your period coming really early, super early, like a week early was just like, what, why, why are you here? <laughs> so I changed up my diet and so did my husband. Um, I was like, Hey, I'm going to go vegan for 30 days in October. He's like, okay, I'm going to do that too. So we both went vegan <laughs> for 30 days. And, uh, and then I was like, huh, I'm having lots and lots. I know it's, I know I'm around ovulation and I'm having lots and lots of um, cervical fluid and it's really, really fertile. Mm -hmm. And I, this is what I told him. I let him know that <laughs> there is a possibility. Oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> I <a> <laughs> So she was, she was, she wasn't necessarily planned in regards to like, we didn't, we didn't not plan. <laughs> we didn't plan but we did not plan we knew it was a possibility yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> we knew she would be a possibility and then the end of that month yeah so eight months postpartum i got pregnant <laughs> yeah okay. Mm -hmm. okay wow yeah and it was like there's your the first two miscarriages that's it you haven't had one since and yeah. you haven't had issues getting pregnant since either no, no. And and it's good that we're, we're mentioning this because I think, and obviously people, like she's a, a fertility coach, guys. Um, <laughs> it's interesting because I think that there's a lot of perception that if, if it's happened once or twice, that it will always happen. Yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. really the case. So it's it's good that we're even just hearing you're not pregnant with your third child. And guys, on the, yeah, on the first month mm -hmm, with that. He's very detailed with... <laughs> How she tracks some of the pics that I've seen. I'm like, I've never seen this in my life. I don't know what this is. I mean, and then coming from a background where I did have hormonal imbalance because of birth control, because of um, my periods used to be two weeks long. Oh, man. Yeah. When I first got my period, it was like two weeks long. And so... I was put on birth control at a really young age and I was on birth control for a really long time. And that really messed up my yeah. cycles. And I mean, not necessarily my cycles, but it messed up my, um, just my hormones period. I had regular cycles. Okay. Like I had like the 
textbook cycle, 28 day cycle, but I had lots of bloating. I was super constipated. Like I had all the telltale signs of hormonal imbalance. And so with that, that's why I believe that I was not, you know, why it took so long for us to get pregnant, but also why it, after, during my miscarriage, what the Lord revealed to me made so much sense. <laughs> for me to get right with my health <laughs> so that I could have a healthier cycle, right? Because even though my cycle looked textbook, the way I was feeling wasn't. So, yeah. yeah. And birth control definitely has an impact because I was on birth control, just like you, for years because I dealt with like really bad cramping. I know you said you never experienced this, thank God. Like I had really bad cramping and my cycles were all over. I went, like, the longest I've gone without a period was three months. And then I, there's been times where I got, like, two periods in one month. Like, it was just all over the place. So I was put on birth control for the pain as well as just re trying to get it to be regular. Mm -hmm. uh, so when we, we, we didn't even decide that we were kids. It was just that I'm coming off birth control now. <laughs> <And> <laughs> it's time. About a year and a half, we weren't like we weren't trying, but it was a year and a half um, after when one day I'm just like, uh, I think you know, <laughs> I think something's happening. Do you want to you want to try? And bam, I got pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was it was just like that. But if if we were trying as soon as I got off birth control I think I may not have gotten pregnant I may have experienced all of that because of mm -hmm. what the hormonal balances and all of that I'm not you know I don't do all this research like Octavia but <laughs> I have an understanding that that can affect you getting yeah. pregnant who've actually got pregnant on birth control so that's a possibility too right 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 yeah so true yeah, so let's talk about um, your you being in all these different hats that you're wearing, but more specifically, um, being a fertility coach. And I'm just going to plug that she also has a book, guys. She also has a book. You can go <laughs> <and> find it. <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm a co I'm co author in a book. It's called Infertility: um, Struggles of Fertility. Uh, it's on Amazon. Um, but I'm a co-author. It's like 22 other authors in that book. So I am the last chapter. So hopefully people get saved at the last chapter. In the book. <laughs> but <laughs> the last chapter is called Fertile Faith. And that's my chapter. And I just I share my experience in that chapter. So yeah. Thank yeah. you for shouting that out. <laughs> but I love the fact and if you guys um, do go on YouTube and find her, you'll see that she does a lot of YouTube videos in regards to prayer for fertility. And I think that that's so important because sometimes we focus, I just want to get pregnant, you get stressed out about being pregnant and then you being stressed out is affecting your body. Rather, as the Bible says, give everything to him, give everything to God. Um, and I, I'm not going to say, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I don't think it was probably hard for you to get your, um, prayer youtube youtube videos out there because you were already doing content in regards to bible study mm -hmm. but 
first came because I think when I first guys I met her on YouTube as well and then I connected with her on Instagram and then that's how that's how that's how that's how we connected but <laughs> I remember what actually connected me to you and I, I I remember sending you a message was the fact that you were so bold about your faith it was a video in the morning you were doing devotional while pumping and you spoke about God and I'm like wow it's amazing to see somebody who is so confident in their faith and not afraid to share it with the world but let me ask you when you first came out to do that on YouTube did you just say oh god I'm gonna do this Let's do it or were you scared were you nervous to come out and do it well the first TTC video I ever put out was called trusting God in my TTC journey for 2018 <laughs> or 2000 yeah 18 and so that was my first like TTC video that I put out was a faith video and it got it got a, a good amount of views I believe but in me sharing that journey I shared about the story of Hannah um <laughs> with a symptom video and so I was getting some comments like why are you putting why like why are you talking about the bible you know I just want to hear symptoms or you know what I mean um but then those were just far in in between <laughs> and I mean it was a part of my journey like I did this challenge, this journal challenge, you know, growing closer with God so that I, you know, could not feel overwhelmed in my own TTC journey and trust God with it. And so it just came, I guess, natural for me to do so. Mm -hmm. um, and even looking back and looking like even now, just seeing the amount of people who are being bold about their faith. Like, I feel like I wasn't seeing that back then. I wasn't seeing a lot of faith videos and things like that. And so I wanted to share what God had done for me. Like, <laughs> he tells us to go out and, you know, share the gospel, right? To go out and preach the gospel, uh, to be a disciple, to be disciplined in his word. And so I was just being obedient, <laughs> you know? because like sometimes and even with me being honest like when I first came on this channel because I have a separate um Instagram but when I first came on I'm like okay hey, this is what I want to do I want to do mother motherhood stuff I want to do motherhood and I would plug like faith stuff here and there but I was never like out there I'm like why <laughs> why you know I want to attract people who are you know believers I don't want to mm -hmm anybody if there's and i've seen it already happen like people will unfollow me and i'm like that's fine that that's not my that's not my crowd that's not who i'm called to yeah. people called to will follow me the people who do not believe in what i believe in you know you'll find somebody else that can help you mm -hmm. um that's just the reality of things so i have to bless you <laughs> bless you <laughs> why am i afraid um or not even afraid. Why, why Why? am I not making that step? Because of the fear of other people taking offense to it. No. Right. I have to over it. And like I said, watching um, people like you and other people that I follow who are so bold. And they they will say, sometimes people may take offense to it, but it's what the Bible says. Like, I'm just telling you what the Bible says. That the Bible is offensive to some people. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and I think it should be more of a conviction rather than you taking offense. You know? Yeah, well, it, depending on what spirit you got, <laughs> that's a whole other conversation that we could have. We could, ooh, 
guys, if you we could go on and on and have some good conversation, but <laughs> y'all, we intend to talk for days. <laughs> four, four days. She has to rush me off the phone, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but this is this is good. Just before we we close out, just for anybody who may be on here or probably is gonna watch the live later on can you get like give people an idea of what you actually do as a infertility coach so if they are seeking seeking for assistance or any help they they know where to come and find you and what you offer yeah so i do have a few things um i have a website so i started my website when i was pregnant with ava um and my website's called mothermindset.com and you can go there and i have a lot of free content in regards to uh learning how to pray uh you know learning about your cycle what implantation is and things like that um on my blog so i have a blog uh with about 40 or so posts and then um i also have an email list where i share lots of things in my email list uh and you can grab you can jump on my email list by going to mothermindset.com/prayer um and you'll get a free fertility prayer bundle <laughs> it's a, it's my two week weight devotional that i actually wrote while i was pregnant and then my two-week weight devotional as well as a fertility prayer guide um and so you'll get that bundled up um and yeah i also have um a coaching program and i have devotionals as well uh and you'll see those on my website but i have a fertility coaching program right, right now it's group coaching so you come together with you know women other women of god who are trying to get pregnant um and i do different sessions uh on health fertility faith uh and sometimes all together in one session uh we pray you know pray over you know each other's wombs all of those good things um but i have right now probably about 10 or more sessions on our platform already um available for you just click and play once you sign up but um you can do all of that through my website uh and you'll get emails about that as well if you are on my email list so yeah perfect well thank you for sharing all of that and if you guys aren't following her i will for those who are going to rewatch this i will tag her so you can go and follow her she does have some great content oh. and i love her reels are very creative i love them <laughs> i'm trying <laughs> i'm thank trying trying to but <laughs> thanks so much i'm going to let you go cuz you know you got to go sleep for baby go get your rest <laughs> thank Ooh, you so and can you hear the congestion and <laughs> i can i can, I can. <laughs> as long as you can if the baby's don't wake you up sleep as long as you can tomorrow okay since i kept you up i was almost, almost an hour we've been on here <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. You know I could probably keep you up longer. That's <laughs> my chat. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, you for having me, Tin. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And well, guys, maybe on later on we'll probably do some more lives about, you know, Bible study cuz we can go on and on about those kind of stuff too. We need to do some Bible studies. Yes. I would do love that. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in guys. Have a good night. And if you do have any more comments, just leave them in the comment section once this is posted and either um Avi or I will go in and just comment and respond to you. But thanks for tuning in. 
Bye, guys. Bye, Abby. Bye.